Welcome to yet another episode of Corgi Town USA, where the corgis run the town. I'm Candy Kemp, owner of Corgi Town USA. In my lap is Chuckles the Corgi. He is our spokes corg. And Kat, our executive producer, is not with us. She had a little bit of a delay getting into the studio today. So it's just going to be Chuckles and I doing a little witty, witty banter, as much as you can witty banter with a corgi. But we are excited to have the creator series where we bring on very various artists and creators. And we've had a few authors this season, if you've been following us. So I was really excited to discover uh, one of our faithful followers is Emma Corgi, and um, her Korg bomb is an author. So I wanted to bring on, uh, her name was Celia Yanko, and ask her about her Book, and she has a new one out called The Dog and the Bog. And for those of us other Corgi enthusiasts, like everyone here at Corgi Town USA, I wanted to talk a little bit about that because I'm enjoying a lot of Corgi books that I'm reading. If I couldn't further submerge myself into Corgi culture, it's let's also read books about Corgis while we pet our Corgis and live with our Corgis and the fur and everything else that comes with Corgis. So I had mentioned an author before, if you were with us earlier in the season, we brought on Jennifer Hawkins and she has a pet cozy murder mystery series. That's a very enjoyable episode. Um, it's on YouTube and uh, all of our audio platforms. If you want to check that out, highly recommend the books. Uh, I'm reading To Fetch a Felon. Currently, she also is coming out with A Cold Nose for Murder, and there's also another one in the series. So if you enjoy this like I do, highly recommend. Um, but without further ado, I want to go ahead and bring on Miss Celia Yanko, author of The Dog and the Bug. Celia, welcome. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Thanks Thank for inviting you. me. <laughs> Thank you. We're so glad to have you. So I'm so sorry Kat couldn't join us tonight, but she'll be she'll be watching afterwards and I'm sure she'll be sad she missed it. So that's, that's cool. That's kind. Well, let's get started with um everyone all, my audience our audience listener viewer has heard plenty about me and the story of my corgis. Please tell us how you got started with corgis. Well, I've loved corgis all my life. My best friend used to have a corgi back in England where I used to live. Oh, and I just loved, she had two actually, and I just loved her corgis. And then, um, yeah, life got in the way of getting dogs. And then we had kids and we didn't have any pets. But then when the kids were a bit bigger, I really got a real hankering after getting a corgi again, you know, it was like, oh, I really want a corgi. And then it's like this wish, this grew more and more and more. And then I was like ill for a while. I'd just been in hospital. And then my daughter, she was almost grown up by that time. She found an ad for a corgi and they were like, available at that moment sort of thing or like within the week and I was like oh yeah this is the ideal opportunity because I'm at home and I could look after a puppy and everything and that's when we got Emma the Corgi. <laughs> oh gosh I love that story and you're in England I mean they're royalty. <laughs> absolutely yeah that's what I really think is cool as well the queen's dogs <laughs> yes absolutely I was just we have a dear friend that has a coffee roasting facility and they uh 
her one of oh, I guess it's family members, extended family. Her mother used to work for British Airways, the friend that owns the the coffee coffee roastery. So she had a friend from England visiting, and so my friend has a corgi. That's Jack's the corgi, and that's Chuckles' best friend. Oh, and that particular day, we had also a guest corgi, which is one of Jack's friends that comes in and visits. So we had three corgis running around, and her oh, friend cool. from that used to, I think she still works for British Airways, was visiting, and she's like, well, look at this. It's like its like being at home. I'm with royalty and all these corgis running around. I'm like, yeah, we're a little proud of that. <laughs> yes, like being in Buckingham Palace. Huh? Yeah. I mean, you know, the corgis certainly think that they rule the roost, right? Absolutely. Yeah. They're the bosses. <laughs> yeah, definitely bossy. If you've ever had a corgi, anyone listening, watching knows that for sure. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so as we're talking, we want to tell everyone about your book. How did you get started writing? Well, actually, I've always liked telling stories. When I had kids even when I was small I used to write lots of stories and stuff but when I had kids my youngest she always wanted me to tell her stories like just off the cuff you know just tell me a story mum when we were out uh, walking or something and so um, I was used to like just thinking up stories as I was going along and then I would but I'm actually a teacher I teach English here in Germany and so I didn't have much time for actually writing but then um, Corona came, COVID, and we had a lockdown and I couldn't work anymore. I couldn't go into the businesses where I'd been teaching English. And so I was just stuck at home. And the only time I got out was, you know, with my dog for a walk. And then it was just during these walks where I suddenly thought I should be doing something. I could do something creative. Now's the time to actually do something, you know, creative. And so I, I had this idea about writing a book about my corgi because she was like there, you know, she was the obvious thing to write about. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I sort of, it was in 2020 when I, when I got into writing and uh, yeah, started the series. And I'm sure Emma loves nothing more than to be the subject in your muse. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Well, I have a whole a whole crew here. I have the Corgi Committee. Uh, Chuckles in my lap. Uh, I also have Booger, my little girl. She's a rescue. Oh. And then Hammer is my other rescue. He has hip dysplasia, so he we're getting oh. him used to the cart, and he's oh, older. And yeah, yeah, he's doing well though. We're we have really good. Uh, our vet is wonderful, and uh, That's he great. Had, he had surgery on the other side a few years ago, and now oh. it's kind of been decided that at his age, maybe we shouldn't try to operate on the other side. Yes, yeah. So we're getting him used to the cart, and he's doing pretty well with it. He's still oh, um, still mobile, but I also have Mortimer, the the baby. He's just over a year. He and I oh, share a birthday. <laughs> really sweet, really cool. <laughs> yeah, we have the same birthday. He was he's what a uh, cat calls my accidental pregnancy because we weren't really <laughs> planning for a puppy, but it just kind of oh. happened. Oh, that's so cool. That's great. <laughs> when we when uh when we heard it was on his on my birthday, I was like, Oh, that's my puppy. That's my dog. <laughs> He's gonna <laughs> that was it. meant oh. to be. <laughs> so I just wanted to segue there. If you see little puppers popping up and down, that's what it is. The corgi committee always want to be part yeah. of the broadcast. <laughs> so well, this is so awesome. So back to your book. Um yeah. So the the new one here, and I will share a banner for those watching. It's the dog and the bog, and these are Emma the Corgi books. So if you go to Amazon and you look for the dog and the bog, and if you're watching, uh, <laughs> she is sharing the cover of the book, so you could see what it looks like. Adorable illustration of a corgi, yeah, like in a garden, and I think that's the uh, the interpretation of Emma, correct? <laughs> that's right yeah. yeah 
So uh, tell us, tell us about the dog in the bog. Give us the rundown. Well, um, Emma's a bit of a naughty dog. And so in all my books, she gets into some sort of mischief, right? And in this book, she gets, um, she's out with her, the boy and the girl who own her. And they're just having a picnic and not thinking about her. And she gets down and starts playing with the cows in the river. Okay, and so she wants to try and herd the cows out of the river. So she's running around and making a big mess everywhere. And the cows eventually think, okay, we better get out. And then she's left in the river and they've made the whole river into like a bog because they've been like walking around in the river. I don't know if you know this sort of river. It gets really muddy on the banks, you know. And so she's basically stuck in the bog. <laughs> and then the children are like looking everywhere for her. And then this is the, like the adventure of how they eventually get her out and they save her in the end <laughs> oh my goodness that's oh and i can only imagine the bath that emma would need <laughs> after after being stumped deep in a muddy bog <laughs> that's right yeah there's a really cool picture i can show you yeah i just um <clears throat> got the the originals today from my illustrator there you can see her being pulled out of the bog <laughs> look how dirty she is she's so brown she, yeah she's a very very dark brown corgi now <laughs> that's right <laughs> well if you're listening to this broadcast on one of our platforms please go over to our youtube page so that you can see a little sneak peek of these adorable illustrations and also go to amazon the dog in the bog emma the corgi books so thank you for sharing that. And so we're talking about Emma the Corgi books. Uh, am I wrong to assume there are other books in the series either that you, you're planning on or that you already have? Yes, I have already written one. That's the one I wrote in 2020. That was called The Dog and the Log. This is this one. So, yeah, you can see I've got this theme going. It has to be rhyming with dog, you know. So we had the dog and the log was the first one. I've got the, uh, the you can see here, the poster from the dog and the log there. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, that was really nice. And that's also available on Ixlibris, but otherwise also in Amazon. Yeah. And so that was also a um, problem with Emma. She was being naughty again when the kids were having their... I don't know, they were building something in the woods and then she just went off by herself and, and then she got, she smelled something in the log and then she put her head in the log, right? And it turned out to be this, you can see this um, hedgehog in the log. And so she tries to get at this hedgehog, but it's too far away and she gets her head stuck in the log, right? So, oh, no. so she needs rescuing. <laughs> oh, my and then goodness. what I thought was really important to have for the boys like you know something in something sort of uh, exciting for the boys so i had the fire brigade coming to go to get her out of <laughs> to get her out of the lock oh <laughs> the boys need a bit of action you know <laughs> the dear sweet rescuers coming to rescue emma and her curiosity from being stuck in the lock that's right yeah absolutely <laughs> that's so funny it reminds me of my first corgi lilo he, uh, I lost him in 2019. He was uh, almost 15. Um, I say he was just the epitome of perfection. He was perfection incarnate. He was just a wonderful dog from nose to nub. But he had, I had a little dog gate for him. At one point he had had some surgery. He had an injury and he recovered well, but I had him sort of corralled when I couldn't be with him. So I had him behind a puppy gate. <laughs> he could not stand being confined. So oh, these corgis yeah. like to get them into trouble, but he had really? tried to 
bust through the gate and he couldn't get through the gate. So when I got home, he was no longer confined, but he had the gate around his head. Oh no, oh no. I can just see that happening with a Kogi, yeah. It was so silly. Luckily, he was fine. He was, he didn't hurt himself. It was just more of a, how are we going to get your head out of this? And how did you get your head into this gate? <laughs> yes, what, how did you do it? Uh, with my my ex-husband had to actually get uh, the saw out because oh, it was no. a wooden puppy gate with slats and like just saw the, the slats oh, off no. so that we could slip them through. Oh, there were oh. marks all over the walls from him oh, trying to like walk so through tonight. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it was so silly. I was just grateful that he didn't hurt himself in the process. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a court. That's a corgi for you. That willful, right? Like I yeah, don't really want to be here. I'm yeah. gonna find a way to get out. You know, it's absolutely yeah. There's a hedgehog in this log, and I want it, and I'm going in for it, no matter the cost. <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. We will deal with the consequences later. <laughs> Just think about the consequences, my dog. <laughs> yeah. What consequences? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> We're royalty, and we do what we want. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so I love the the subject matter and and what we're delving into here with your books. I'm assuming you have an intended audience. Can you tell us who you really want to reach with the Emma yeah. the Corgi books? Um, I think really um, parents should buy this book for their kids because it's got really gorgeous pictures in. It's like a real picture book, you know, so they can be looking at all these pictures and then their parents can read it from the, you know, the, on the other side. And there's like on every page, there's a really nice picture that they can, they can look at. So I think I can just see like young children, like picking out all the details in the pictures and thinking, oh yeah, look, oh, look at that. And then the, the parents reading the story, you know, um, but I can also see young, young kids, you know, who can already read. It's like nice big, uh, script so I think they would find that okay to read you know as well you know once they've started to learn to read so yeah basically <laughs> families with children yeah. or for like kindergartens or nursery schools or at um, primary schools elementary schools you know well don't be surprised if our audience here uh, are not children or buying it for themselves or maybe to read for their corgis I mean I will <laughs> so I judge not Oh no, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. But how I mean, how can you not love illustrations of a corgi, right? I love yeah, I just really adore them. And the the illustrations, they really do look like my dog. They're like based on, you know, photographs of my dog and um she looks exactly like that. you saw her before the show. You see it's what she looks like. <laughs> oh yeah, she's she's adorable. We love Emma. <laughs> And we are partial to Corgi, so we tend to go a little over the top. But yes, she's trying to <laughs> So we, and we've actually had, so we've had a few authors on our show. And in, in my introduction, I was talking about Jennifer Hawkins. Uh, fun story with that. Friends of mine had, were out shopping. Uh, she was out, my friend was out shopping with her children. And the children say, look, mom, there's a Corgi on this book. You, you know who we need to get it for. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's how I learned about it. So so they bought me this book and that was to fetch a felon. And I'm still in the middle of reading it. I wish I could yeah. read faster, but, <laughs> you know, you have to adult in between. So yeah. <laughs> can't just so I can relate to that. Just anything with a corgi on is, yeah, we need to get it. You know, <laughs> it is a thing with us corgi people. We, we need Absolutely, our corgi yeah. flag. Yeah. 
And so once you see that synergistic, hey, look, there are other enthusiasts. We have to we have to see what this is about here. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I loved getting to uh, interview uh, the author, Jennifer Hawkins, because she was telling me about these books in the series. And they're more they're an older crowd. It's a it's a murder mystery. But yeah. uh, the corgi oliver the talking corgi helps his owner solve mysteries oh that's really cool they are very intelligent i think corgis so i could see them doing that absolutely most definitely and if they're not helping they certainly think they are yes (laughs) that's probably more close to reality yeah well and those those books are uh they also take place in an english village oh right yeah the story the the main character is uh, used to work in finance and decides she wants to open a bakery and tea shop and she goes back to this fictional town um in england and goes and is trying to open this and all these things are going on but that's that's a little bit older crowd uh, but we've also had uh the author of what Faye loves and uh that's stephanie caprini and she wrote her books she has two corgis and she has a corgi named Faye. Which is actually my middle name, so oh, I, nice. we're already best friends. <laughs> <laughs> but her book, the, her dog also is her muse, and that's for a younger crowd as well. And they have right. very good illustrations. And um, so, yeah, that's you're definitely joining a really good community of other corgi authors. Wonderful, and yeah. I'm loving that we're finding these writings for different different age groups mm-hmm. yeah, you, yeah just kind of across the board you know if do you want it for your children do you want to read it to your children yeah uh, we we also have uh our friends in three well they're they call themselves three crazy corgis there's actually four now oh. and one of their uh dogs one of their corgis uh has ivdd and is in a cart oh. and she's precious her name is buttercup and um so she's around in her cart and so uh her her mom also wrote a book um about buttercup and it's it's words to live by so that's another one and i feel like that one's kind of across the board it's for the younger crowd but also kind of like chicken soup for the soul as far as oh nice yeah this is good for the whole family you can read that's it that's lovely yeah. Read, yeah read it to your spouse read it to your children read it to your corgis we can all use <laughs> you know, exactly. some good advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's lovely. And that's uh, words of wisdom from a wheelie cool corgi. So, <laughs> ah, okay. So Nicely. we're enthusiastic about our corgi books around here. Yeah. <laughs> as you can tell. That's really cool. So as we're talking about the book and the illustrations and these being uh, show depicted from pictures of Emma. Can you mm-hmm. tell us about how you found the illustrator? Um how that process worked how that process worked. Just yeah. tell us a little bit about the illustration. Yeah. That's right. Well, I used to like drawing, but I wasn't good enough to draw illustrations like for a book. And so I looked at uh, a Facebook. There was a site, a site for children's writers and illustrators. I just looked at this group and I like put in a, a post and I said, is there anybody out there who could imagine doing this work with me? You know, And I had loads and loads of offers, but I really loved this style. So it's like really realistic, you know, the way she, she does Emma but like also a bit idealized so it's also like really you know just just it's like yeah as you said chicken soup for your soul like all the scenes are just really beautiful and yeah just really nice so I just loved her style it's really delicate um 
uh, watercolor and ink, I think she uses really nice. And yeah. can you name so, the illustrator? Sorry? Can you name the illustrator? Yeah, she's Marianne Gorin, and she comes from Spain. So she actually lives in Spain. So I would have never met her in real life. So it was only really through um, through Facebook that we got to know each other. And um, but we've we've also sp spoken via um, messenger and stuff. And it's it's just so nice. She's she's just like does everything I want. You know, she like I say, oh yeah, I would really like, for example, in this one. How about putting a couple of swans in there as well, sort of thing. And so because I knew she's really really. Good at doing birds different sorts of birds and so she put in the swans or um so she's just so every detail i wanted and i said like they're going to be walking through the woods and we want to see that hedgehog that we had in the first book oops and there you can oh sorry and there you can see the hedgehog hiding there and so it like refers to the first book and yeah she just did everything i wanted she's the amazing illustrator <laughs> i love that the hedgehog makes another appearance yeah <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Cool. That hedgehog that got Emma into so much trouble in the first book makes an yes. appearance. <laughs> Let you know I'm still around. Yeah, that's right. I'm watching you. <laughs> well, do you, uh, so do you have maybe one or two favorite illustrations maybe in the book that you could share? Oh, with yeah. Um, I'll show you. Um, so as as the poor um, Emma is in this bog, she's stuck in the bog, then the boy Toby, he runs to the nearest farm, okay, and so there's this picture of the farmyard where he's telling the farmer, no, her dog is in the, in the water in the bog and she can't get out again, and I just love this illustration because you can see all these um, farm animals and they're just oh. really beautiful, uh, the little chicks down there and the piglets and the, the donkey. <laughs> it's just oh. so nice. I think that's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. The donkey so, may be my favorite in that picture. <laughs> yes, it's gorgeous. And that was something which my illustrator suggested because she said, we have lots of donkeys in Spain. Do you have any donkeys in England? And I said, well, I suppose we do. Perhaps not so many as in Spain, but yeah, you can put a donkey in there. So <laughs> that was just really cool. That is oh, and one thing I wanted to to add actually with the with the hardback version of this book. Sorry if I interrupt you. At the no back of the book, we've got all the illustrations again. So we've got all the illustrations in color to start with. And then we've got like a coloring section in the back where the kids can actually color in all the illustrations again. So uh, you have them all repeated as it were, but like in black and white, there's the farmyard one. And their kids can then color in those. So I just wanted to add that. That just occurred to me. Yeah, and you, said, <laughs> you said that was the hardback version? That's right. That's only the hardback version. So I have a softback version as well, which is much cheaper, but that doesn't have the um, the coloring section. <laughs> okay, have fun. So again, if you're listening on one of our platforms, definitely go over to our YouTube page so you can see some of these illustrations or go to Amazon, The Dog in the Bog. Look for Emma the Corgi books. And if you purchase a hardcover, you can actually have the option to color yourself the yeah. black and white versions. And how exciting is that? <laughs> I love that you've added that. And what we were describing is these little scenes of animals where they're in a barn. And I mean, it sounds like your illustrator really 
really created the scenes for you absolutely yeah she's so amazing yeah because I just had this idea and I would like try and describe it and we'd have to talk back and forth yeah what what I, what I would say what I wanted in it and so she'd give me like a sketch can you see it like this and I say well perhaps more like that or something and she was so patient and she had so much time for me and a really amazing and then so many beautiful details <laughs> Yeah, that's that's so fun. So how long about how long did it take uh, to to have the book fully illustrated as far as the, the artist working on it? Yeah, well, she's actually working on other projects at the same time. So I think the second book took about a year for her to finish from beginning to end. You know, she also did the publishing on Amazon for me because I'm not very good with all this technical stuff and uploading it to all these pictures and the, the layout and everything. She did that for me too. So that took a bit of a, a longer time than the first book because the first book I got published with X. Uh, Libris and so we didn't have to do the publishing ourselves with that one but that means the only drawback is above the first one is that it's a bit more expensive than the second one which we did ourselves on Amazon so we could sell that cheaper I was I really wanted it to be a bit cheaper so that people weren't like restricted by thinking oh that's too expensive I can't buy that you know and so that's why we used Amazon the second time yeah oh yeah well and attainability is a good thing to think about for sure Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I love that she was able to help you. That's, that's amazing. Yes, I was really amazed because I wouldn't have been able to do that myself. She's really, really skilled. <laughs> and I can only imagine the anticipation. You've created this story around Emma and her adventures and you're having yeah. these unfold I mean goodness gracious I bet that was a long year just wait oh I can't wait for this to all come together yeah that's right yeah yeah it was like and I thought it would be finished last year and I was sort of waiting oh perhaps I can give it to people for Christmas and then it was this year it's only just come out now so but anyway it's still good <laughs> well listener viewer you can go to Amazon the dog in the bog it's Emma the Corgi books and we highly encourage you to go and purchase this book and again as Celia has been so kind to let us know you can purchase also the hardcover version that has illustrations in the back that you can color with your family so you can also have your own interpretation of That's Emma funny. as the dog in the bog coloring That's the illustrations funny. that is so fun <laughs> Thanks. So we don't want to take up your whole day. We're so grateful that you spent time telling us about your book. Um, mm -hmm. But can do you mind telling us about Emma the Corgi? Can you tell us about oh, Emma's yeah, personality? Yeah. Oh, Emma's a very naughty dog. Shall I get her? Shall I show her you can? Yes, please. And if you're listening, we always encourage that you go over to our YouTube page because since this is a Corgi podcast, we like to share our Corgis and Emma is so precious. There she is. That, I bet that face gets her out of a lot of trouble that she gets into. Oh, yeah. Especially when she wants something to eat. She, she's like very, very adoring, you know, the way she looks at you with those eyes with these like, they look as though she's got lots of makeup around her eyes as Corgis do you know gorgeous eyes yes she can get anything she wants that dog <laughs> we're always jealous of their eyeliner game absolutely eyeliner game yeah it's so unfair right <laughs> i'm like i have to work at that you were born with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right well, if, it sounds like Emma might be like chuckles in that using that cuteness as a weapon. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. <laughs> it's a dangerous arsenal when they're that cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, any final thoughts for our audience about the dog and the bog or Emma the Corgi books that you'd like our audience to know? Well, my last thought is there's a new 
So I've I've already written my third book. Okay, so this <laughs> this is the third one, which is going to be coming out. It's called The Dog and the Mog. Oh. Now, do you know? Do you know? Sometimes I don't know if American people also talk about their cats as their mogs. That like moggy is like a cat. It's a word for a cat. Have you heard that? I've never heard that, that's, but that's I'm so more, excited to learn. That's more. Perhaps that's more British English. So we sometimes say you talk about the mog, and that's the cat. You know. So this is the dog and the mog. Okay. This is also a problem. Um, Emma gets her stuff stuck in the. Um, <clears throat> she she tries her hand at herding sheep uh, on this farm. Um, it's the same farm actually as features in the dog and the bog and the same farmer and um, she, she tries her hand at herding sheep and then she gets lost out in the fields and then this mog, this cat who's been watching her the whole time uh, eventually helps her get back so the mog uh, saves the day as it were. <laughs> I love that a cat friend is joining the adventure. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, okay. Well, again, listener viewer, please go to Amazon. Look up the dog and the bog. There's also the dog and the log and soon coming the dog and the mog. And this is <laughs> Emma the Corgi Books and it's by Celia Yanko. And thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate your time. <laughs> Not at all. Thanks very much for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Please give Emma lots of belly rubs for us. I and will. <laughs> enjoy <laughs> the you. rest of your evening. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Well, I'm certainly excited about the, the series of books, and I fully intend to order all of them because of, as you know, a dear listener, dear viewer, I cannot have enough Corgi books or Corgi swag. So I'm really looking forward to uh, cracking these open and reading the story and highly recommend that you do too. Again, it's Amazon. Uh, you look for Emma the Corgi, that's E-M-M-A, Emma the Corgi books, and it is the dog and the log and the dog and the bog, which is what today's episode is about. And soon coming is the dog and the mog. So maybe we'll be able to have Celia again uh, when the book launches so that we can talk about that as well. And thank you so much for joining us here at Corgi Town USA. The entire Corgi committee present tonight, that's Chuckles, Mortimer, Booger, and Hammer, and of course myself, Candy. Really appreciate you listening and viewing our podcast. We're here for you every Thursday, all things Corgi, all about the Corgi lifestyle, sometimes tips and tricks on traveling with your Corgi, living with Corgis, different information you can have, health of the breed, what makes a good breeder, um, it, rescue stories, and then also our creator series. So just all the things that you can fit around corgis and the pet lifestyle here for you every Thursday. Thanks so much. Please like, subscribe, comment. We are a small business. We thrive off of you getting the word out for us. And again, thanks so much. Candy and Chuckles here signing off on tonight's episode, Corgi Town USA. Have a great evening.